This is a global original podcast. Hi and welcome to Confessions of a Modern Parent. The podcast where my husband Mark and I discuss the challenges, difficulties, frustrations and ultimately the joys of being parents and step-parents to four wonderful, talented, beautiful daughters aged between 25 and 12. Wow. Oh, wow. 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 To be, wow. be prepared. Wow. Obviously, the, our kids won't be involved in this conversation today because we're yeah. talking about one of the greatest taboos ever. Do you regret having your children? And be prepared. There are some amazing stories yeah. that come in. And we talk, yeah, I mean, your contributions are phenomenal and really honest. And it was a real privilege, actually, to read them. Um, but also we talk about it from the perspective of a, a father, a mother, uh, and also a father of absent kids or you know an absent father from bro- with kids from broken homes so there's many hues to the word regret mm. hello and welcome to confessions of a modern parent and wow straight away i'm going to say to you thank you thank you thank you for sharing in the way that you did um on instagram um Mark was working yesterday, so Mark usually is the first one to go through the messages, but I read every single one last night, and I said to you, didn't I, Mark? I was just, I feel honoured that people have shared this very much, this tabooed topic. Which is? Which is, do you regret having children? Yeah, it's a bit of a killer question, isn't it? It's one of those questions that sort of hits you in the solar plexus, and you kind of socially just go for the first answer, which is the socially correct answer. Which is, no, of course I don't regret it. You can't regret it. But but I think it's like so much in life these days seems to have to be one thing or the other. We have to be so binary, don't we? And that there there are grey areas, you know. I mean, we we talked about this on Loose Women the other day and one of the panellists was saying that she has a couple of friends that would say they absolutely love their children. They love them. But if they had their time again, knowing what they know bringing up children is like they wouldn't have done it. Now, even that is something that people gasp. And actually, there was a number of uh, messages that came in that said things like, I think this is disgusting if anyone says yes to this answer. Well, oh, yeah, that is that's not acceptable to me that because what we want to do is have a place that is safe for us to share our darkest and, you know, darkest, deepest fears and worries about being a parent, because I think to the outside world, we're all having to do a certain amount of acting, aren't we? Well, I think there are, there are two elements to ever answering this question. One of them is what will your children think of what you say mm. if they were to hear what you're saying? Um, what can you say about it that you also think, well, actually, you know, when my kids perhaps become parents, they too will understand and relate to what I'm talking about. This isn't about whether you love your children. Now, I know that that in itself is another taboo, not loving your children. I recognise that, and yeah. it's, it's one that I know that... Some, I think that's another... T- that is another topic, actually. absolutely, loving or liking your kids. Um, but I, I tell you, just the first thought that struck me yesterday when you were talking about the comments and, and all that, I thought one of the most important parts for me of my 12-step recovery, or the elements of it that I've practised, uh, is the, or was the act of being what they say is fearlessly honest uh, about your actions to someone else. Mm. 
And that part of the process is a little bit, I mean, I suppose a grab for it, anyone who, who doesn't know recovery or doesn't know anyone who's in addi- uh, you know, got alcoholism or addiction issues, is it's like a sort of confessional, if you like. It's like a Catholic confessional. You do it knowing there'll be no recrimination, there's, no, there's going to be no negative um, consequences, uh, and you have the freedom to say exactly how you feel. And the benefit of it to the person saying it, and I think this might be appropriate to this, is by saying this stuff, you unburden yourself of it Mm. and you potentially free yourself of a lot of the negativity surrounding it. And so it can become become quite a cathartic thing. Mm. In most therapy sessions, you go to places where you can say stuff that you wouldn't otherwise feel Mm. safe to say around other Mm. people. And I think this is one of those subjects. And it's a curious one for us to kind of, in a weird way, play out on a podcast or on social media. I would have think, I'm not surprised that most people want anonymity. And yet at the same time, I think it could potentially this conversation work in that way mm. as a sort of catharsis, yeah. an opportunity I mean, to say stuff that you wouldn't be able to normally say. Yeah, and everybody will stay anonymous today who, yeah. who we read out. And I hope that there was, like you say, a little unburdening. I was only saying it yesterday to the kids, some of these old-fashioned sayings are very powerful, like problem shared is problem halved. And that's kind of what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah. Like if you get it off your chest, suppressing shame and guilt, I think, is... Very toxic to yeah, the body, yeah, yeah. isn't it? To mind and body. But there is and also the cutting is... free of the umbilical cord. We are mm. connected to negative feelings in a really sort of corrosive way. And if you can air them and say them, it doesn't mean they go away completely. No, of but you not. you diminish their power. So if you're if you're really regretting the fact that you're you've had children or maybe you've had mm. more than one child, mm. or you know, in my instance, my you know, and I'll talk about it in a bit, you know, my, my feelings of regret aren't around having children, but they are around the way in which I've had my children. Hmm. Yes, well, there's quite, a few, there's quite a few of those yeah. messages, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember my mum always saying to us when we were growing up, motherhood is waking up every morning and saying, please, God, not another day. <laughs> Because what she was saying, and she said, you know, having children for me was about compromise. No, it was marriage was about compromise, so that's right. why I had children. Yeah. You know, but she and and I think she's very honest. She, of course, she loves the bones of us, and still at eighty-four, she is twenty-four-seven available. She's an to incredibly all pragmatic woman she's and mother. An amazing mother. But she doesn't shy away from telling the truth. It was hard. It yeah. was really hard. My dad was away a lot. She didn't have a car. She had three kids. They struggled for money. She, you know, it was on the bus. She used to go down the market. You know, it was hard work. Yeah. And it's totally fine to say. She didn't even need to say, oh, but I love you, because we knew she loved us. She never said out loud, I love you. The thing is, I also think it's all right if you don't love your children. I think there's so much pressure that we're supposed to feel an exact way when we have children. And I think that that's why there's so so many problems come up and so much sadness can come in. And you know what? I just want to say this. Every single one of you that sent a message, all I felt was, oh, I just wanted to hug you. I just really wanted to hug you because I just thought I could hear the like... Oh, just the just even in a couple of sentences, you know, the the, the anguish mm. in admitting that actually maybe it wasn't the right thing. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think also it's about words, isn't it? Because when you talk about love, I think there's we all feel love, and the best things about love are the parts of it that you can't express in words. 
Mm. And then we all have this word love that's a currency we all bandy around between each other because it kind of does the job of telling us that we feel something strongly for someone. I think the same thing around the word regret. I think you can easily, and I'm kind of laying out the groundwork here for the word, because to say you regret something in your life isn't necessarily to say you don't actually want it to have ultimately happened or that, you know, you don't, you know, you can regret something happening at this point in your life, Mm. but not regret the person, the beautiful, four beautiful daughters that have come. But I can talk at great length about the regret I have about the broken homes I've left behind, uh, the broken homes that, in fact, the, the elements of the broken relationships between my oldest girls that weren't of my making, you know? So I can really regret all of that sort of stuff, but that doesn't mean well, I being, regret being the girls. Very, and being very young, yes. and one, of our, one of the messages that came in yesterday was, and I thought, if you regret having my children so young, yeah. I wish I'd gone out and done stuff for me and had fun. Um, and, you know, I know how much you love your girls, but I also know... That was incredibly... It's always incredibly hard to have children young. Yeah. Because you were a child yourself. When I look at photos of you, you honestly look like... Well, I mean, I was 23. Looks like you're hardly shaving. Yeah, it looks like I've still got bum fluff, doesn't it? (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose... Well, let me get it out of the way. I mean, in terms of my regrets, I regret the fact that two of my daughters essentially come from broken homes. That is an, an, an enormous regret that I carry with me every day. It's a regret that is thumped in my face, I hate to say it to you as the mother of my other two dear daughters, it's thumped into my face nearly every time we think of a familial, a family, get-together, holiday, social situation. It's something that I feel every I single time it's we do like something. It's like a shadow of It's guilt, a shadow, you yeah, know, I've got used to it, and I regret for me and I regret it for them but it is what it is it you know they are two beautiful girls they're cutting their own course through life we have strong much stronger relationships now than I would have ever hoped or expected I mean obviously there's the distance of age and they're getting on with their lives and all that kind of stuff I saw them an awful lot more than most dads ever see their children from split homes especially the complications of two split homes so I don't have any major gripe with, I mean, there are many areas, I always say this, and I've said it to both of them, so many areas I wish I'd been a better dad, uh, you know, so many mistakes I've made and how I've conversed with them and the emotional complexities that we've both, all three of us have gone through in different ways and between the two, two oldest girls themselves. You know, I regret the fact that as I sit here now, I don't have four daughters that are all... <laughs> Theoretically, in a in a neater perspective to each other, and I, I, I well, guess what society says, pres- yeah, or what society says. But right. even as I say that, you know, of course, in what family where all the siblings are fully related, is that the case anyway? Yeah, so exactly. it's, again, it's an ideal. So no, I don't regret having any of my girls. I regret the age. I regret my frame of mind, and I regret the fact. Because in many ways, I think where we had children was the making of us in terms of our relationship and where we were at. It was I, I, I genuinely believe Maddie came at a time that rescued me from addiction issues, not Maddie herself. I wouldn't give her that burden of responsibility. That's not really a burden. Well, it's lovely being told you've saved someone's life. But she came at a moment that changed the course of my life for all of my daughters. So in a, I can't even regret my addiction. In that sense, because you know, I res- I got rescued in a sense. So, 
it's really hard for me. I don't regret any of my girls. They're all fantastic girls. I, you know, ask their mothers. They might feel a bit different about that. And I do wonder whether this is something where it's an easier thing to navigate regret for a dad than it is necessarily for a mum, even as an absent dad. I still think there's more, way more pressure on a mum to always just be in love with their child yeah, and I to agree. happen from the first minute. And they've come from your body. You know, like if a, if a woman ever leaves the, fam the family home, um, there is so much more judgment. Yeah. I mean, I, I know a, one particular woman who's left, who left an unhappy marriage and left the kids with him. She said, he's the better dad. She, yeah. she said, I never connected with them. I, I, she had postnatal depression. Yeah. She, she said, somewhere inside of me, I know I love them, but I don't like them and I'm desperately unhappy all the time. And the judgment that came down on her, never to her face, but behind her back, yeah. was massive. Yeah. How could she? I can't imagine that. You know, well, I can. I can imagine that. Right. I mean, it's to me, it's it's a relationship. It's yeah. like, you know, when they say you can't choose your family, guess what? And this is a pretty outrageous thing to say. That's the same with your children. Yeah. You don't get to choose them. No. But, you know, um, and I think, yeah, there's way more judgment on a woman that would walk away from her kids than there is on a but I also and think... I, and, I, and I think that's got to change. Yeah. I think socially as well, yeah, what I mean by that is well, I agree. And I think socially there are just a lot more very sort of almost underhand pressures on women not to feel anything negative about being a mother. I mean, it's really, well, really God, I've had, I've had, Listen to me, guys and girls. I've had millions of negative thoughts about yeah. being a mother. I thought I was going to be a real natural earth mother. It was all going to be fantastic. And it was so hard. And to this day, it is so hard. I struggle every single day with being a mum every si and I might cry so just I'll yeah. just carry on talking if I do because every single day I think I could be so much better than I am being or have been and that really started on the first day that Maddie was born and I'd done I'd done 48 hours of labour in this house and it was hell I felt like I was a victim of like a survived torture and I remember on the phone crying to my to my homeopath and saying, I just I was so bad at it. I was so rubbish at it. She was like, Are you kidding? Yeah. You just did 48 hours of hell. But I couldn't see that. And it kind of set the tone for me, really, from mm. day one. And breastfeeding, I wasn't any good at it. I couldn't get them to eat. You know, my kids were gonna eat everything and, yeah, yeah. and so everything and anything. Um and Sorry, I thought the dog was trying to mount my leg. I just and I kicked me under the table. I just kicked it. He thought I was the dog. Yeah. Um, and, and so every single day I fear, of course I love my girls. I, I And I shouldn't say that, of course I love my girls. I'm not going to say that because what about the person that doesn't love their children? And it took me a while to love mine after they were born because I was so traumatised and upside down by the whole experience. Yeah. I was looking at them and I was thinking, oh my God, they look like aliens. When are they going back to where they came from? Yeah. <laughs> there was a distance because my body and mind had just been through something so unbelievable yeah. that I was in a state of shock. Um, and so... Yeah, and, and, and just the worry, the constant, and a number of you say this, the constant worry. I go to bed worrying, I wake up worrying. So it would be insane if I don't sometimes, if I didn't sometimes think, 
God, I wonder what it would have been like. Yes. What would life have been like <clears throat> if I hadn't had... I mean, you say this, Mark, don't you, that from the age of 23, you've always had that... Absolutely. At, that thought in the back of the your head... About responsibility. responsibility. And the thing is, as we all know, any parent, as soon as you've had a child, you never really sleep deeply again. You never really lose yourself mm. again. There's always just a part of your brain that's switched on in case that... In case that... I think so. That you've suddenly been given to keep alive. Because let's, yeah. let's face it, you're given something and said, no, keep that alive. I'll never forget standing in a flat with Izzy in my arms and looking at her mum and saying... Oh, right, this is it. We're left on our own at this point. Yeah. You have to get a driving licence. Yeah. I think back then you had to get a dog licence. Yeah. You know, you had to be qualified in a lot of things. But you didn't have to be qualified yeah. in this. And it's and it's no. petrifying. And some people never get over that fear. No, that shock. And um, a couple of your messages, um, one of you said, I, I regret it because I'm not a good mum. And... Um, and I and I and I've really I as I was reading it, I wanted to hug you because I thought that's where I go to sometimes. Yeah. Is my regret that I'm not a good enough mum for right. these lovely people? A, a, a terrible observation. Just thinking again about this whole thing of, I mean, you've just talked really beautifully about how you can feel all these things, and you know, it's all very normal, and people shouldn't feel worried and shame about that, and these aliens land. It's interesting, isn't it? When I look back and I think I knew quite a few other dads who had children from previous relationships and I remember being quite startled and surprised by how little effort some of them not all of them some of them would make to want to maintain their relationships with their with their children and it struck me as bizarre because there was never a moment in my head where I thought I'm not going to be in these children's lives and I suppose the most the most the simplest example of a father regretting having a child is when they just walk away. Walk away. <laughs> and that is, I mean, I've, I've talked a lot about the difficulties of being an absent dad, but I also recognise that there's a huge number of dads who do not take the responsibility seriously, do want to just walk away and don't want to turn back and, and, and deal with it. Now, in that instance, you know, that's very difficult because if that's happened because of a one-night stand or if it's happened in a sort of flingy-type relationship and all that kind of stuff, it becomes deeply complicated. You can see why, again, in a sense, there will be regret. I mean, I felt most of my life... I'm not even going to say I felt. I kind of know that my mum regretted having me and because my father never made the effort, I could only assume he regretted having me too. Mm. So I, I haven't felt... I never felt wanted... As a child, I'm not saying that in a kind of violin way, but I'm just—I just didn't. I, I was very fortunate in that I very much felt my grandmother and my granddad loved having me in the world, so that was nice. Well, um, they say all that a child—well, <coughs> the minimum that a child needs is somebody somewhere that. Yeah, exactly. But I think the thing, that them. sense of always wondering whether my dad fundamentally, my father fundamentally obviously must have regretted having me. Otherwise, why the fuck wasn't he at the school gates? Why the fuck wasn't he knocking on the door? Why wasn't he just picking up an old-fashioned phone? No, it isn't necessarily the case, but to a child, that's your perspective. That's your course, but there's so many things that happen within an absent parent's And I think that informed my desire to very much stay in the girls' lives. And so, you know, when I hear the word regret, again, just around having children, not at all, but the conditions within which I've had them and the timing of having them and the events that have happened and I think it's probably the one area of my life I have the most regrets. 
mm. is around that. Yeah. There's so much, if I had my time again, that I would do differently. So much. Almost everything. Like, yeah. right at the beginning, I would have read baby books. I didn't read baby books. <laughs> you I did didn't. in the birthing box. Still now. Still now, I'm going, oh, why didn't I read that about four-year-olds? And why didn't I know that, that if I ate that, this would happen and that? Oh, just don't But I think started. this is confessions of a modern parent. Let's guarantee everyone listening as a parent you're going to get it wrong. And let's tell every teenager that's also listening, your parents are going to get it wrong. We're just so, adult children uh, trying to work this shit out. So, um, so OK, I'm going to read a few more. Um, I don't regret being a mum and wouldn't change them for the world. I just wish I'd waited till I was older. Uh, another one, I don't regret being a parent, but I do regret the man I had them with. Single parenting is so hard. Um... No, I don't regret. That's another one. I'm just read, not using, reading out any names. No, but I wish I'd been brought up to know that there was more to life than marriage and kids. Wow. Yeah. Wow. If you really have been brought up to just think that and then you're there in the middle yeah. of it, that must be really tough. Yeah, really And to tough. look outside of it and go, actually, this was just always my path because this was all that I was told. That must be incredibly hard yeah. because then the guilt will come in because you will have regrets. Of course, you, you, you may, not everyone loves their children, but you may really love your child, but just be looking out into the world and go, oh, I didn't get to taste any of those fruits. Yeah. Um, Can I read this one? Yeah. Okay, so not me, so not me, but my mum. She has always said if she had her time again, she wouldn't have had kids. And no, it's never bothered me that she says that simply because of her reasons. She lost her mum when her mum was fi only 50. And since then, she has said she wouldn't have had kids if she would have known the pain it caused to lose someone. Oh. Yeah, she says it made, it made her she feel selfish. She said it made her... Doesn't that just break your heart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she said uh, she lost her mum when her mum was only 15 since then she has said she wouldn't have had kids if she would have known the pain it caused to lose someone she said it made her feel selfish and that she's bringing that she's bringing children into the world to let them go through the pain of losing someone so close wow wow Another one, I regret doing it so early. Wish I'd have done more as a couple and had more of a career. This is the big thing, isn't it? You might, again, it's the conditions. It's the conditions, not necessarily regretting having the children. Yeah. The feeling that you've lost yeah, a yeah. big part of life. Absolutely. This one, this one, you broke my heart. The only regret I have is I should have been a better mum and then hopefully my mom, my son would still oh, be alive. sweetheart. Oh, my God. I was crying oh last God. night reading that. And obviously we don't know what the circumstances are. We have no idea. But, you know, just putting your our virtual arms around you, that really Absolutely. did take my, my breath God. away last night. I mean, on that note, I mean, there are so... I think one of the complications and real difficulties of being a parent is finding the ways in which to distinguish between, in a sense, the decisions you've made or the choices you've made for yourself, for your children, in having your children that you can regret. And what are those things that, with all the will in the world, you've got no control of? You know, whether it be something as simple as the community you grow up in, the country you're born into, the wealth you have or don't have from, from you know, birth or when you're young. Um, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, whether you lose, you know, you know, where are the controllable things? What can we park responsibility for in terms of what we regret? And I'm talking about regret because I think this is what makes regret such a difficult thing, isn't it? We will regret so many things we've done and then you look back with the, the benefit of hindsight productions and you go, God, I was only this. God, I was only that. Oh, my God, and I think back, I was actually struggling with this. And, you know... You will find sometimes, if you're feeling, listener, you know, 
regret about certain things now or you feel really complicated emotions about it, you will find over time that you may well not feel that as keenly. Yeah. You know, you will well, find... if we were to do a podcast on do you regret waiting so long to have children, yeah. we'd probably have as many people yeah, saying, absolutely. I gave it over to my career and now I, and now I feel... Yeah. I just want to read this one. <clears throat> I do regret it since becoming one, since becoming a mother to a highly strong child. I simply exist. There's wow. nothing else. Wow. I mean, just think about that. Yeah. And I've had times where I've thought when, when the girls have been, you know, highly stressed about things for long periods of time, I've actually had many times where I've thought, where do I, who am I? Where, where am I? Where am I? Yeah. I've actually thought, where am I? Mm. Whereas it's so consuming when your child is suffering and you can't or you can't reach them. You know, and, and, and any parent of teens will know that. And certainly when our kids were struggling at school before we took them out of school, it was just everything else that I was doing, I was just existing while I was doing it because mm. the old asage of, you know, you're only as happy as your youngest child, as your happiest child, is so true. And so you really got deep into my heart with this message yesterday. Um, you really did. I, I, I've had that feeling where I think I'm just existing to just yeah. to just make sure this 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 human being is going to be mm. okay today. Mm. I also want to just share a thought about how regrets can be imposed upon you. For let me give you an example. We regretted and still do in many ways, sending our girls to certain types of conventional schools. We also often regret having homeschooled them. And <laughs> we had to have done one or the other. To be able to regret either. <laughs> to, re to regret either. So we've regretted both forms in different ways. Yeah, and it's exactly. a good example. Now, yeah. we have, over the years, had a lot of hate from people about the fact that we've homeschooled our kids, which has always struck me as peculiar because I would never sit and tell someone else they were right or wrong for sending their kid to a private school, a boarding school, a grammar school, a single-sex school, uh, one of those weird schools where they kind of blow balloons and jump around and do magic stuff. You know, I wouldn't stand in judgment at all. And what I'm driving at is the reason we've generated hostility around homeschooling is because people feel threatened. And I think... By, when, having an, by, by the thought that there could be another choice. That there could be yeah. another choice. Although that for some reason, someone somewhere, maybe someone off the telly, maybe whoever it is, is doing something different. And why can't I? And you shouldn't be. And da da da, all that kind of stuff. And that attitude socially encourages regret because, of course, we live comparatively. We go, oh, well, maybe I haven't got the courage of my convictions. Oh, God, they're all saying this and everyone's saying that and all the other parents of these children at the school. So, again, I think this ties into, we've done a podcast about the dangers of success. What does success mean as a parent? And I think success is inextricably entwined with this idea of regret because there's regretting having kids and there's regretting the choices you make for your kids and then there's regretting what happens to your kids, which aren't all necessarily the same thing, but they're all interrelated. You know what I mean? Mm. I just wanted to use that as an example because even if you've made, you know, it's not often in your life with your parenting, you've actually gone, you've been at a fork in the road and you've actually test driven both routes. Mm. We have on an educative front. Mm. And yet we still feel regret. It seems to be hardwired into the DNA of being a parent. I think so. Yeah. No, no, but bloody hell, I wish I'd waited and travelled the world first. Oh. <laughs> 
somebody else here. I wish I'd waited. I was 19, just kind of starting life, and now have a moody 14-year-old laughing emoji. So don't regret being a parent, just regret the timing uh, of it, if that makes sense. Totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. Okay, well, this one is a biggie. This okay. is, this is, this will break your heart. I did mine last night. Move over there. I have three girls. First daughter I really wanted. Then my husband was extremely broody and we ended up having twin girls. One twin has quite severe special needs and needs constant attention. They are aged 14, 12 and 12. Husband and I are now separated and I'm left holding the fort alone and have all three girls the majority of the time. It's an awful lot of work and now I regret letting him talk me into having another baby when I wasn't that bothered about it. Obviously, I love all of them 100%, but now I'm... I'm just going to flick it over for this second. Now I'm, where is it? Left. Uh, left with literally no life. And the only thing I do is parent as they take up all of my time. I could never say to anyone, even close friends, that I regret my decision. And that's what breaks my heart. We have to keep this all a secret. But I really think there's more parents who regret making that decision. So do I. I really believe there is. And I hope that people listening today are getting some comfort from this. Yeah. Just to add, confidentially, I had uh, a termination of a set of twins when the twins were seven months old after a mistake. My husband and I made a decision to terminate the pregnancy. And again, another taboo. I don't regret that choice. Wow. Um, wow, there's, there's a lot yeah, there. Yeah, that, that, doesn't it just break your heart? Yeah. Doesn't it just break your heart? And, 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 and you know... I, you know, I, I had termination, and I am, I, I, I do not regret it at all. Mm. I have never had one moment of regret, even though some people and society would love me to have regret. I don't. It was the right thing, and like you say, there are, we have these choices, and, you know, I think. Guilt, shame and guilt, where does it get us? Where yeah. does it actually get us? And I love and I feel we feel very blessed that you've shared that with us. Yeah, not blessed, that's really. not the right word. Yeah. We feel very honoured that you've shared yeah. that with us. Because as you said, you can't even tell your close friends and I think that this is such a problem, isn't uh, it? Uh. Could we ever tell our close friends what how deep could we go this is part of why we started doing confessions of a modern parent mm. because we talked about this didn't we there's a certain line there that you taboos. can go to as a parent and yet there are you know still a number of taboos you know that you just but again it goes back it's funny how we're going back full circle just that 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 amazing sort of portrait of of that woman's parenting if you like a parenting situation um reminds us or reminds you of this idea perhaps at the beginning that I was talking about where to really rather than to avoid feelings of regret and I think this is what I was kind of driving at is it's about rather than avoiding the things that you've done wrong or that are your defects of character going back to my 12-step recovery you know and this is what I like about life this is what I like about life pick and choose your bits of kind of advice and put it in your toolkit for being a parent for being a, a partner all this kind of stuff and this might just be something from the weird whacked out world of a recovering alcoholic that might be useful to parents generally and it's like go to the heart of regret fly in your spaceship to the very epicenter of it because safely you know 
with without someone. Trying to let, without without trying, trying to, not to let the other voices come in. Exactly. The negative chit-chat. Own it. Take yeah. ownership of it. Share in it. Talk about it with someone who won't judge you. But if you, you don't will, have anyone, if you, but some people don't have no, anyone. Absolutely. So what you do is you talk to yourself about yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And you let yourself Write off the hook. And here's a bit of advice. When I'm struggling with something and, um, uh, and I know that I've gone into a negative chit-chat or a stinking thinking... I'm I'm a really good friend when when you know somebody's in trouble and I will really interrogate what's going on for them and try and give them advice if they want it. And so what I do is I shift myself around and I sit in the seat of me being my friend and yeah. I say what would you say Nadia if this was you know your friend sat opposite you now saying this to you and I literally give them that dialogue and yes. that is a great tool if you're in a place where you don't have somebody that's that's kind enough to listen to you well and if that's even too hard imagine that it's your somebody that you love say your daughter or your mom or your sister or your brother that's sitting opposite you saying I am consumed with regret and self-loathing for what I've done what would you say to that person that you love yeah. close your eyes and imagine it and you probably would say listen you have done nothing wrong it's not your fault that you feel this way yeah. all feelings are valid absolutely um and then you've got always got a best friend with you. <laughs> I mean, we haven't asked the kids to obviously contribute to this because they're not parents and they can't talk about whether they regret that. It'd be interesting to know whether they regret being born because it's the line they often get. Maybe they regret us being their oh parents. Oh, God, I'll keep saying it to all the time. Making yeah. us people. Um, I deeply regret... Oh, this is another one here. I That's deeply cool. regret it as I'm not a good parent, so it's unfair on my kids. That is so brave to say that, and that's, I'm afraid, that's the one I was talking about earlier. Um, when I read last night, I thought, oh, my God, that's what I think about myself. I think, oh, it's not being fair on my kids, not being fair on my kids. This is, a, this is a sad one. I don't regret having children as I gave them life. I'm just sad that they don't come to see me. I oh, know, that would be oh, the broken sweetheart. heart emoji. Sweetheart. Oh, here we go. Here's someone saying, if anyone says yes to regretting having their kids, I think it's disgusting. Okay. Well, I just don't agree with that. No. Thank you for sharing no, that. You. And I yeah. think it's important that you did because I think that is why we have this taboo. I wonder if deep in your heart, if somebody that you loved came to you and sobbed and said, I, my life is a misery because I have this regret and society doesn't let me say it and no one lets me share it and I'm just consumed with this shame and guilt and I just don't even know how I'm going to live the rest of my life consumed with this, you might find that you do find some empathy or sympathy for that person and what yeah. you want to do is put your arms around them and say, that must be so awful to live with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I poor agree. you. As we say in Arabic, haram. It's the most beautiful word, haram. Poor you, poor mm. thing. That's so hard to bear. I think it's really important as well. Sometimes when we have these conversations, there is a danger because we often home in on quite contentious issues or taboos or quite mm. dark, potentially dark things. It's all right not to feel these things. I mean, you know, yeah. if you don't have regret, bloody brilliant. I mean, it's, and there's no sort of reverse judgment in that. Like, oh, you're only a good mm. parent if you feel regret, and it's only really authentic if you. Not at all. I mean, like here, someone says, "No way, they're the best thing I've ever achieved," and that's a lovely thing to hear. I love that. And then this one, truthfully, sometimes I. Do do because I never knew it would be this hard. I'm a 
mum guilt and daily pressures. Sweetheart, I am putting my arms around you and support, making yeah. you a cup of tea and saying, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> exactly, that's how I feel. Yes, I do feel guilty sometimes. The stress and anxiety having children has caused me. It is stressful it's and it is anxiety-inducing. Oh. And it's okay to say sometimes I find that so effing overwhelming I sometimes think oh my god what would it have been like if I hadn't had kids I like this one not at all but I do when I'm trying to have a poo in peace <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling but that's just me and Nadia uh, yes I am not just not very good at it the worry oh. the guilt the feeling of not being enough oh sweetheart I know oh, I know that worry of like, am I enough but what are these? we measuring ourselves against it's like, well? it's like when, when I've, I've mentioned this a few podcasts previously when my kids started me in my track a few months ago and they said I really wish you wouldn't say you're a bad mom mom and I said why oh, and they said because that must mean you think I'm bad it's very true and I was like oh my god no I never think that I never think they said well if you've been a bad mum, aren't you saying that we haven't that we turned, turned out, out yeah, badly? Of it is. I was like, no, it's because you're so wonderful and I'm not a good enough mum for the day. And I thought, oh my God, we have to be so careful with our words. Kids are one step ahead of us, I tell you. We, we walk around saying this stuff, but they're, they're reading into it. Uh, someone here says, in a way, yes, I do, because I feel sad and scared about the world I've brought them into. And a lot of young people are well, saying that about even having kids. So many young people are yeah. growing up going, well, I'm just not going to have them. What sort of a world is this? And to be quite honest, I don't blame them. Well, I mean, I have to confess, I think if I was younger, or if I was, if we were, if we'd met now, I think I would rethink the thought of having kids now. The global warming well, and the pandemics and everything Russia and China. Really, really yeah. I mean, and do listen to our other, we did a Confessions of a Modern Parent about why we have kids. What is the reason behind it? Uh, do you want to read that one? Not me, but my sister does regret being a parent. She lost a baby and got very, got pregnant very quickly after. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, it, you do need that time to heal in between. It would have probably, bless her, she was probably still grieving. You, she should really, maybe you can encourage her to get some mm. grief counselling mm. because it doesn't, you know, she could really get help with that to yeah. unravel her, maybe her grief for the baby that she lost and, and, and allowing the feelings for the new baby. Or oh, please, I really hope she gets some talking therapy for that. Here's another one that's in anti the thought that you can say you regret having children. No, definitely not. I don't think it's okay to say that when so many people want children and can't. Well, I don't agree because I think each person's experience is their own. It's tragic for somebody that can't have children and wants to have children, but you can't then say a person who's struggling with having children can't have those feelings yeah. because somebody else can't have those feelings. It's... It, it doesn't work like that. This is an amazing one here. I love my daughter to death, but I chose to have her knowing I'd be a single parent without truly understanding what that meant. Mm. If I had my time again, I don't think I would have chosen to have her. The past seven years have been so hard. Oh, sweetie. I mean, that's a very tough reality, and I think... I can't even imagine how single parents cope. I can, I can just about manage it with a really supportive partner. I just don't know how people do it. Do you think there's often, maybe there's a whole Some Confessions of a Modern Parent to be done about this, do you think there could be a more rigorous way of showing people what having a child is like at school? Like a sort well, of they do experiential have these, they thing do have these babies around. Yeah, they do do that. They do do but that. But that doesn't carry you through seven years, does it? No. It's nothing like it. Um, someone else here, uh, do you regret, not for a second, Nadia, before being a mum, I was a bank official. 
but nothing compares. Um, oh, look, someone here says, selfishly miss my old carefree life sometimes. That is not selfishly. No. That is human. We must be able to say, do you know what? I really regret not being able to go down to the pub till one o'clock in the morning, not think about it, and then sleep till two and make myself a fry up and lie around in a messy house and do whatever I want, go shopping, have friends around. Jesus Christ. We wouldn't be human if we didn't miss that. We just wouldn't be human. Yeah. Uh, yeah yes, love my baby, but couldn't do it again. Wouldn't want to in a million years. Wow, wow, I love your honesty. I love it. Yeah, and this is good to hear this. And again, and you know, and again, society, as soon as you have a baby and they're yeah. sort of moving around, they say, oh, when's the next one coming? Yeah, I'll do that. I will oh, never say that to no. anyone. Uh, someone else here says, and this is great, no way, we waited 12 years to become parents. It's oh. the best thing to ever Oh, happen. sweetie, that's so lovely. That makes total sense. Oh, my God, this one last night, this one got me. Right now, I do regret it because I can't take away the pain of my son's first breakup oh, for don't. him. And it's just horrible. I thought this was such an important yeah. message because... And so much of why we do Confessions of a Modern Parent around teens. Because, you know, sometimes when I'm at work and I'm hearing the younger people talking about their young children mm. and I sit there with a wry smile behind my face because I don't want to look smug. And I think, you know, no, nothing yet. Wait till they get to teens and you can't sort them out with a snuggle and a bottle of milk or a nice toy or something. It just becomes impossible. And oh, their pain, I mean, oh, my God, oh. when they don't get invited to a party or they a boy doesn't like yeah. them that they like or any of that, the pain is just physical. Oh, my God, it's, it's actually physical for I me. Well, it's I mean, like sometimes I think I've got to take a painkiller because I don't know what to do And, myself. of course, for me, I, I end up feeling like I just need to protect them and fight the world on their behalf, and you just can't. You just can't. So, yes, I can see that. I can see that regret there. Um, the stress, one person says, ah, <laughs> yeah. Um, here's one. I feel modern society we live in, I have lost control in how I bring my children up. I feel helpless. Yeah, mm. I, I think so, because there's so much pressure, isn't there, of all so the awful judgment. things that are going on. No, but not only that, you know, kids will say, oh, well, everyone's smoking spliff. Oh, well, everyone's doing that. And you do. You lose the, the power of the of the group. Yeah. It's, 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 it's very hard to fight these days. They've got phones, you know. We have so little control left of our kids on what they watch, what they see, what they engage with. Yeah. I just want to read this one. Yes, totally, 100% regret it. My son spent... I spent my life... Uh, my son spent his life... ...doing everything I tried hard to avoid him doing. Wow. Wow. I think there was a second part to that, but that just in itself. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, someone here says, kids are 12 and 13 now, and I feel so alone. Uh, I didn't want kids to do this alone. Mm. Constant worry. A lot of people talking about the worry. It is the worry. You can regret it because you're constantly worried. I mean, you know, it, 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 it's exhausting. It, run, it rinses you out, the worry, the fear. Mm. Somebody says here, some days, yes, because the feeling of being a failure and, no, and, and knowing outweighs the joys. Mm. Oh, sweetie. Absolutely not two miscarriages, and I adore the two sons I have. I mean, yes, you know, your narrative of when... I mean, like us with Kiki, we, we tried a lot before we had yeah, Kiki. God. And so, you know, when there's that onus of pressure on on wanting something that you feel's just within reach but you and you feel it's going to complete you and you you want it for your you know you've decided that you want a sibling mm. for your child it can become of course in that instance you're never going to regret it 
Um, yes, it's also extremely difficult and relentless, but you do love it too. Sadly, because I made the decision with the wrong man and now have a three-year-old alone. Hmm. Dear me. Got so many responses. Oh, it really was. When you have children that don't fit in, you feel isolated and alone. Oh, my God, it's so hard, isn't it, if your child is struggling? Yeah. If your child is being bullied, if they're not getting invited to the sleepovers and the parties, it's just awful. Yeah. Awful, awful, awful. Big, big hug to you. I'm 50-50. I love my kids, but it's very stress stressful. And with hindsight, no, I wouldn't have had them. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That's wow. a huge thing to write down yeah. and share. Yeah. Uh, another one here. I had my first at 21. I regret not being able to live out my 20s with the rest of my friends. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Another one. I regret becoming a parent so young at 19. Another one. I'm feeling ambivalent to have children in fear and I'll regret... Fear I'll regret it and pass the hate on to them. Wow. So I never thought I would regret it. It never occurred to my, in my head that I would ever regret it. No. I was just blindly like, oh, it's all going to be wonderful and hearts and I love this one here. Some days, yep, teenager and menopause is a joke. It's certainly, they don't go well together, do we? No. <laughs> do they? <laughs> um, my mum has four daughters. We're each only a year apart. Now in early 20s, she loves us, but always tells us not to have four. And she wishes she didn't have so many so close in age, especially as we were all the same gender. She was very stressed when we were ill, when we were little, and I remember her often losing her temper in frustration. We've gone, got on much better as friends as we are all adults. We have a great relationship between us, five women and dad, lol. Oh. Yes, I mean, I think that's another thing, is again, to go back to not necessarily regretting, but regretting the way that things are done. And if you do have one after another, yes. it's very, very tough in those early yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. But I've often heard from people, as it gets, as you get, as they get older, it becomes so much easier yeah. because they do have this friendship. But not always, again, not always. Yeah. Um... Sometimes because I miss the old me and my goals and dreams. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's the idea that your life stops. I mean, it doesn't have to, but there is this very much wow. this, this, this idea that your life stops as soon as you have a child because, of course, it's just an energy sapper, isn't it? It distracts your every waking minute, hour. It really does. Look at this, just a very simple single sentence. My husband definitely does. Oh my God, that must be tough. I hadn't even thought no. of that yeah. conundrum. One if of one of you does. Well, presumably. I mean, that's that's insurmountable, isn't it? I that don't difference? Another one here. I don't regret being a parent, but if I had my time again, I would not have kids. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. I know what you mean. You don't regret them now they're here, but if, you, if I had... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would still definitely have them if I had oh, yeah. time again, yeah. but uh, but that plenty of people wouldn't, and that's okay. Um, I wouldn't have done it. I wish I hadn't done it so early, young. I wish yeah. I hadn't done it so young. Of course, that doesn't mean I don't wish I had Izzy. I mean, because we did what we did, but I, mean, I think even Izzy would agree. Yeah, she would She's at 27. That. She's been through the age of 23 now. She would understand. She often says, how the hell, why did you? What was going on, you nutters? Yeah, I regret it. I thought I'd be a better parent than my parents, but just never had the skills. Oh, sweetie. Oh, oh I'll give you a big hug. Sometimes because oh, I miss the old me and the old goals and dreams. Um, do, do, do. Love being a parent, but get overwhelmed worrying about them. I miss me. Oh, I so know what you mean when you say you miss me. Sometimes you can get so lost in what your child needs and wants from you. 
um, struggle with the pressure that's on me to get him through every day. And sometimes being a parent can feel like that, can't it? And I'm sure we've had that with all the kids. It's like, how do I just get them through today, whether they're struggling with school or friendship or social media? It's like you literally do feel like you're carrying a human emotionally through Absolutely. life. And you're, and you're thinking, how am I actually, yeah. actually going to do This is an interesting one, this one. Yes, as they now don't talk to me, sided with their father yeah. who had an affair and they're all adults. I think this is an interesting one because you may not, there may be some people listening who never regretted having their children whilst they were children but fully regret having them yeah. now. Adults. You do hear that a lot. You hear people go, you know, yeah. regret, you know, being the absolutely person that they've the become, nightmare of the adult The person child. they've become. Yeah, it was far more burdensome that's than a, necessarily. That's a great another conversation, isn't it? Is, it? Isn't it? Yeah. Do you now, now your child's grown up, do you still like, do you like them? Well, and that, the that, person is, they are. that is a huge problem because, of course, they're, they're flexing their absolute right to be and do whatever it is they want. Um... I regret not dealing with my own trauma before becoming a parent. Breaking a cycle while you're in it is hard. Oh, sweetie. Well, yes. yeah, we've had experience that's... of that, really. I mean, that's that's part of the, our story around and why it always comes up, whether it drives people mad or not. But, you know, we are a family that's been struck with addiction and alcoholism and mental health you know, issues. A lot of them, unfortunately, focused in me. Um, you know, and so, you know, dealing with those traumas that have whilst run throughout your family whilst being a parent, it's very hard because you're right. Your desire is to break the cycle. And it's very hard to do it when the kids are there. You're right. So that's a really prophetic thing that you say there. Uh, this one here, I love both my kids, but sometimes wish we had stuck to one. It's hard. Well, yeah, but I think that there's probably... A lot of that out there. It's like having that last one, having yeah. one more. Uh, no, I just regret not seeking help sooner for postnatal depression and learned to be more open about oh, it. Oh, sweetheart. If you're struggling, reach out, guys. Reach out. So hard you don't if you have to keep someone to reach out to. But there are, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different Charities groups now. Groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that was, guys, you made Thank that you conversation. So Thank you for all of your honesty. Thank that you. is a really... Shouldn't be, but we it feel is a really honest. tricky topic. Yeah, it's a really tricky topic, and it is one of those taboos. So, I don't regret doing this chat. No, no. Well, that's it for this episode of Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you'd like to comment on any of the topics we've discussed today, we'd love you to get in touch. Use the hashtag Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's at Nadia Sawala, and on Instagram, it's at Nadia Sawala and Family. And if you fancy getting in touch with me, it's at Mark underscore Adderley. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate and review, tell your friends and get involved. And you can hear more episodes of Confessions of a Modern Parent on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. <laughs>